Today, we'll discuss the Islanders' offense and how that's contributed to the team's four-game winning streak. And we preview tonight's game in St. Louis against the Blues. We've got that and a lot more coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Gil Martin, so glad you could join us today and be part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Lots to talk about here as the Islanders are about to go for their fifth straight win tonight in St. Louis. But first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question for us, a comment about something we've discussed on the show, or maybe a topic you'd like us to talk about in a future episode, feel free to send us an email, the email address LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter. I'm at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So join me for some uh, up-to-the-minute insight and analysis. Plus, always great to talk to Islander fans, whether it's during game time or any time, really. So if you're following me on Twitter, hit me up with a DM or uh, a mention. And it's always good to talk a little Islanders hockey with everybody. So... Here's the thing. You you look at the numbers. The Islanders now 10 games into their season. So roughly one-eighth of the year, a little less than 12.5% of the season is complete. And at 6-4, and four, the Islanders right now uh, looking pretty strong all the way around. Not an elite team by any means, but uh, four straight wins and... They are, as of the time that I'm recording this, in the top five in goals against, fourth in the league, and they are in the top ten in goals scored. That places them seventh in the league. So, think about that. This is a New York Islanders team that very few people expected to be good offensively, and that has to include... Me, if you think about it, and, and all that we have discussed heading into this year, here's the deal. The Islanders, 
right now have been averaging 3.6 goals per game, which places them again around sixth in the league in that category. And the amazing thing about it is that the Islanders are getting that done without a lot of help from the power play. The Islanders' power play right now has a grand total of four goals, three of them, by the way, scored by Anders Lee, the captain. But to only have four power play goals in 10 games, not going to get the job done over the long haul and the power play right now, uh, 29th in the league. So four, five on five, the Islanders' offense really looking sharp. And imagine if the power play can just get from 29th in the league to... Let's even say 20th. Let, let, let's get 19, 20, something closer to the middle of the pack. Even if the uh, Islanders' 5-on-5 five five scoring falls off a little bit, uh, I, I, I think the team would be more than okay. And if the 5-on-5 five five pace stays the same, that would be even better. So, obviously... You know, it would be a situation where this team is getting the job done offensively, even without the trade that we have sort of been waiting for at this point. And here's the other amazing thing. Uh, If you look at where the Islanders are, they are getting the job done when it matters most. In their four-game winning streak right now, the Islanders are outscoring their opponents in the third period, 11-2. to two. So that's a plus nine in four games. And if you think about it, plus nine in four games, two and a quarter goals per game. They are outscoring their opponents in the third period of, you know, these games. And that's two and a quarter times. I mean, that's an impressive performance. It shows discipline. It shows stamina and the fact that this team is in shape. And I I think all of that is a very, very good sign. Now, Brock Nelson, by the way, three straight games with a goal, which I think is definitely important. And, you know, the other thing is this. The Islanders are getting things done offensively with balance. And that's the thing that I really, really like. The Islanders have, you know, a lot of players with goals, but not a lot of players with a lot of goals. So it's been spread out across the Islanders lineup. Lee leading the team with five goals. Brock Nelson, Oliver Wallstrom, Zach Parise, they have four each. And then Anthony Bevilier, Noah Dobson, and Scott Mayfield have three each. That means seven out of the 18 regular players in the lineup for the Islanders have three or more goals. Now, three goals in 10 games gives you roughly a 24-25 goal pace for the season. But if you tell me that the Islanders could have seven 20-25 goal scorers on their roster... By the end of the season, that would be impressive. And keep in mind right now, Matthew Barzal yet to score 
J.G. Pajot. No goals yet on the season. Uh, these players, you got to figure, are going to be a little more productive than that. And, you know, the balance that the Islanders have been able to put together, I think, has been a big part of this team's success. So it's not flashy. It's not fancy. It doesn't create a lot of highlight reel moves, although, obviously, you know, Matthew Barzal still capable of putting on a skating clinic. But this team is getting it done a lot of the time with dirty goals. I love the effort of uh, Zach Parise, who has four goals right now in 10 games. Uh, you know, his goal the other night, just to tap in. The puck was, you know, already sitting in the crease. Same thing with Anders Lee, his one of his power play goals. You know, the, the shot was by Brock Nelson. The puck was behind the goalie. It was lying in the blue paint. Lee tapped it home. Going to the dirty areas, battling for loose pucks, trying to get rebounds and tips and deflections, passing the puck better, getting the defenseman involved in the offense. These are all critical things that have led to a lot of the Islanders' success. And that is why, even though they didn't add that scoring forward that might be able to take them to the next level, this team has been extremely successful through 10 games overall, and let's see, hopefully they can keep it going. We have got a lot more to discuss on today's show. We will preview tonight's game in St. Louis against the Blues and tell you why the Islanders may be catching St. Louis at exactly the right time. We've got that, plus a goalie from the Fisherman Jersey era is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Let's see if you can guess who that is. We've got all that and more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game and as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. And hey, maybe you want to make the Islander game a little more exciting. Maybe this four-game winning streak has you confident. Check out the odds at betonline.net. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. want to thank you again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen today. Now make your second listen game-to-game -game NHL. Every moment, every top performance, every result, Locked On Game-to-Game -game covers every contest from across the National Hockey League with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NHL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So, tonight, the Islanders head into St. Louis to take on the Blues. It's an 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time start uh, for the Islanders, 7 o'clock local time in St. Louis. And the Blues right now are dead last in the NHL's Central Division. Three wins, five losses, 
through eight games. And here's the catch. They won their first three and now have lost five games in a row. And some of them in rather embarrassing fashion, giving up seven goals to the Montreal Canadiens, five goals Halloween night, which was their last game against the LA Kings, six goals to the Nashville Predators. If you're noticing, that's 18 goals in their last three games. You're giving up six goals a game. You're not winning a lot of hockey games, to say the least. Uh, the big problem, though, for the Blues hasn't been defense. Defense is still in the middle of the pack, 12th in the league right now. But they are dead last in the league with 19 goals coming into tonight's game. Now, remember, they've only played eight games. Most teams have played nine or ten. But even so, uh, you know, eight games, 19 goals, not going to get the job done over the long haul. And it's a, it, it's a problem. No player through eight games has more than three goals. Jordan Cairo, Justin Falk, and Vladimir Tarasenko all have three. But the Blues just struggling, really, defensively and offensively lately. And it's a problem. Jordan Binnington is the starting goalie. His goals against average, 3.28. The save percentage, 8.82. He is 3-3. Three and three. While Tomas Grice, the former Islander, is the backup, he's 0-2, but with an identical 3.28 goals against average to Bennington and a better save percentage, 9.915. Yet, obviously, they are providing some more offense when Bennington is the goalie. Power play, still pretty good. The Blues are 11th in the league, 23.8% success rate. The penalty kill 19th at 78.9%. And no team in the NHL has been penalized less than the St. Louis Blues. Now, again, they've played a couple of fewer games, but still, uh, to be the least penalized team in straight penalty minutes, that's a good thing. Oh, by the way, that reminds me, Casey Sezikis will not be suspended for uh, the major penalty he took for goaltender interference in Tuesday's game. He did have to pay a fine, but at least Zeke will be available, and that is definitely a positive looking ahead to tonight's game for the Islanders. The, 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 here's the sort of catch-22 with the Blues. They're 3-5. and five. The Islanders are catching them at a moment where they're struggling, losers of five straight. But they're also a much better team than that record indicates. And what the Islanders don't want to be heading into St. Louis tonight is the, the team that the Blues get back on track against. Now here we go through the lines. Ryan O'Reilly is centering the top line with Braden Shen to his left and Noel uh, Asiari to his right. Ivan uh, Barbashev centers the second line. Between him, Pavel Buchnevich, and Vladimir Tarasenko. Robert Thomas, Jack Neighbors, and Jordan Cairo are the third line. And then <coughs> Logan Brown centers the fourth line with Alexei Toropchenko and Tyler Pitlick on either side of him. On defense, Justin Falk and Tori Krug make a solid top pair. Colton uh, Paryeko and Nick Letty, the former Islander, 
are the second pair, and then Nico Mikola and Robert Bortuzzo are the third pair. We mentioned the goalies, Bennington and Grice. On IR right now, Scott Perunovic, Marco Scandella, and Brandon Saad have missed the last few games with injuries. But again, since they haven't played since Halloween night, which was Monday, maybe they're rested and maybe there's a chance they can return. But <coughs> overall, the Islanders uh, kind of catching the Blues at a time that they may be having a little self-doubt and hopefully they will not be regrouping. Got an email from our friend Charlie who writes us, uh, Gil, do you think this year is lose last? I think it will be a successful year. Maybe we can hold the fort and add the right wing at the deadline. But ownership and Lou might have an agreement in place with Trotz on, on the Islanders GM job for next year. Obviously, Barry is a favorite of the ownership down to the arena staff. Uh, Charlie, I don't think there is that kind of an agreement. Is this lose last year? I don't know. This is the last year of his present deal from everything that I've been told. And he is, you know, 80 years old. So I, I think largely it's going to be up to Lou. I will say this, though. Uh, remember that Lou's son is in the Islanders organization. And he may be the heir apparent to Lou Lamorello when it comes to who's going to take over when and if Lou does retire. So it is something that we have to wait and see. And, you know, thank you for the email, Charlie. As always, good to hear from you. But I don't think there is a deal in place for Barry Trotz to step in as Isles GM. Is that impossible? No, but uh, again, the rumors that I've heard and the sources that I've spoken to, uh, it may very well be uh, Lou Lamorello's son who takes over after Lou retires, but anything we hear will certainly keep you posted and go from there because uh, a lot of questions out there as far as how this gets handled. But we shall see. We've got more to get to on this episode of the Locked on Islanders podcast. Our Islanders birthday of the day. A goaltender from the original era of the Fisherman jerseys. Let's see if you can guess who that is. We've got that and more still to come on this episode of the Locked on Islanders podcast. Time now for our Islanders birthday of the day. And uh, tomorrow, Friday, will be the 47th birthday of former Islanders goaltender Eric Fichaud, the native of Anjou, Quebec, drafted in the first round by the Toronto Maple Leafs back in 1994, but made his NHL debut with the Islanders in 95-96, stayed with the team through the 97-98 season, so three seasons on the island, then played for Nashville Carolina, Montreal, and then spent the rest of his career in the minor leagues. Played 95 career NHL games, had one assist, four penalty minutes, and a career goals against average of 3.14, an 897 save percentage. Numbers, you know, a little below average perhaps for the dead puck era of the late 90s, but in his defense, at least when he was with the Islanders, Fischo did not have 
a great team in front of him. He certainly gave a heck of an effort. And, you know, 5'11", 171 by modern goaltending standards, not a, a, a big goalie, but certainly quick on the reflexes and uh, a, a very likable guy uh, among his teammates. We're going to look at one of Eric Fischo's stronger performances with the Islanders. We take you back to March 9th, 1996 at the old Winnipeg Arena. Islanders visiting the Winnipeg Jets, obviously our goalie for the Islanders, Eric Fischo. But uh, it was Nikolai Habibulin in the nets for the Jets. And it was the Jets getting on the board first. Darius Kasparitis of the Islanders called for boarding. And Keith Kachuk gets his 41st goal of the year. Oleg Tevardovsky and Darren Turcott with the assist at 154. That was the only goal of the first period. Islanders trailing 1-0 as they went into the locker rooms for the first intermission. Meanwhile, in the second period, the Islanders tie it up. Derek Armstrong, his first. From Brent Severn at 6.06, it's a 1-1 hockey game. But the Jets retake the lead at 9.42 of the second period. Dallas Drake, his 10th from Igor Korolev and Mike Eastwood. Isles trailing by a goal, 2-1. But the Islanders' power play gets going. With Rob Murray off for holding the Islanders' Strike, Ziggy Palfi, his 35th of the year, Wendell Clark and Matthew Schneider with the assist at 11.52. And then, with Jeff Finley off for interference, Brian McCabe gets his third of the year on the power play. Derek Armstrong and Chris Luongo with the assist at 18.43. Three to two Islanders after 40 minutes in the third. Just one goal, it belonged to Alexander Simak, unassisted, his 19th at 8.59. Islanders beat the Jets by a score of 4-2. to two. But for Eric Fischo, our Islanders' birthday of the day, Islanders allowed 40 shots on goal in this game. He stopped 38 of them. Islanders outshot 40-33. to 33, But a 9.50 save percentage on the road in this game for Eric Fischo and uh, uh, one of his better performances with the Islanders. He didn't have a lot of support. You know, when I was doing the research to try to put this together, a lot of games where the Islanders would get outshot 48-25 to 25 and lose 4-2 with an empty net goal, and Fischo stood on his head to keep the team in the game, but didn't win it. So, uh, you know, that one was a little... Uh, a little tough for Eric Fischo as far as everything that he had to go through as the goaltender of the New York Islanders. Not an easy time to be the Islanders goalie, but for Eric Fischo, he always gave his all. So again, Friday will be the 47th birthday for former Islanders goalie Eric Fischo, and he is our Islanders birthday of the day. Big opportunity for the Islanders tonight. A five-game win streak is exciting. I think back to a year ago, and right about now is when that 08-3 dry spot hit when COVID decimated the Islanders roster and they were playing with seven, eight guys who they had to call up from the taxi squad and from Bridgeport in order to just field a competitive roster. Uh... You know, when you're playing with half your roster almost as AHL players, it is very difficult to go up against 
a team that's maybe missing one or two players and beat them and it really hurt the fact that we are not in that place right now is so much better and I almost think of this as a mirror image situation you know last year the Islanders had the 08 and 3 late October into November slump four straight wins if you can get you know a, 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 let's say a 7-1 one and 1 stretch kind of flip last year on its head and put together a nice positive winning streak kind of a thing that would be sort of a great way to erase a lot of those negative experiences and memories and just get this year off to the right start the key for Lane Lambert and you know we talked about the different goal differential in the third period but one of the keys for Lane Lambert is not to allow this team to get too happy with themselves to make sure they keep their foot on the gas and don't let up don't think oh wow well we've got four wins in a row we can just show up and win this team doesn't win because they are the most talented team in the league this team wins because they work hard play smart and stay within their system now they are expanding that system this year they are opening things up a little bit but at the end of the day you got to stick to what works for you and that means not letting your foot off the gas and just going out there and keeping the intensity level high. So let's see what the Islanders do tonight. Should be a very good game. Hope the Blues don't break out of their five-game losing streak uh, tonight at home against the Islanders, but we have to see how that plays out. We will, of course, have our key takeaways from the game, plus our preview of this weekend's games, uh, all coming up tomorrow on the Friday show. I want to thank everyone again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen. Now for your next listen, check out Locked On Sports Today. It's the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Enjoy the game tonight. Stay safe. And, of course, let's go Islanders.